Hello, Sonia. Hi, everybody. Um, hello, Facebook. Hello, YouTube and replay. Um, how is everybody? Hi, my name's Sarah Saleh. This is the Sister Means Business Podcast show. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> this live television is fine <laughs> how is everybody doing make sure you guys let us know in the comments if you are watching we are watching the comments if you've got any questions please let us know oh my god sorry we are so twinning today it's unbelievable <laughs> just look at it side by side <laughs> So yeah, let us know in the comments if you're watching, where you're watching from. Hashtag replay if you're watching the replay. If you're on YouTube, please hit subscribe. Please let us know if you've got any comments. I am an entrepreneur. I am a business consultant, um, a travel agent, and I'm also Birmingham Territory Manager with my VIP card. Um, this podcast is for... I started it up basically just because I just really wanted to give a women a voice, women in business a voice, do something a little bit different, get everybody involved. So we kind of talking with people, not at people. And each week I've got some of my business friends, I've got some clients, I've got some amazing people that are charity workers and also activists as well coming on. So we've got amazing six, six to eight months planned now. So it's going to be brilliant. But today I am welcoming on Sonia. So hi, Sonia. Assalamualaikum. How are you? Assalamualaikum. Salam. I'm all right, apart from the mascara in my eye that's really irritating me. Like, I, I, oh. I didn't bother to put it on, and the one night that I do, I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't. Yeah, because we, we, don't, we, we don't really wear makeup that much anymore, do we, to be fair? Like, we're not really out wearing makeup and stuff. At all. Like to, you know, when I wear it, it's like, oh, where are you going? What are you doing? It's like, oh, because... <laughs> We've been stuck in the house and in, in, in all our pyjamas and stuff like that. So, um, Sonia, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Introduce yourself, because obviously I know you really well. My yeah. twin. <laughs> the twins is so funny. We'll have to go out time. It happens, but, you know, COVID. Um, so I'm Sonia and um, I help women to discover the true, true triggers and causes of their anxiety and then help them to overcome that in, in, in a unique method that I've got that I work on three main areas to help that and the reason why I do that is because I found myself stuck for so like so long most of my life mm -hmm. and um, I started in business way back um, in multi-level marketing and that started me on the road of personal development and I was like oh my gosh I can change and and that started on a journey and I didn't want women to have to keep going through what I had to go through for their whole lives and live like yeah. I did and and yeah so that's my main focus so how long have you been in business for been wow you know what self-employed I was actually self-employed as a babysitter way back at 30 and I know it's probably illegal nowadays I don't know um, <laughs> and then I became a cleaner later on and a nanny later on from now. but not just cleaning you know and uh then I ended up in multi-level marketing accidentally. I didn't actually know what I was getting involved with. And that was 
12 years ago. Um, wow. And coaching, the coaching side of things came around about four years ago. I mean, I was coaching with them multi-level marketing, and that mm. was the side I really, really loved, as well as helping people. But they're, they're actually coaching to help women, specifically with this. Um, it's been the last three and a half to four years Oh, now. wow. So you've been going for quite a long time then, because I think there's been a massive rise in coaches recently in the last couple of years, I've noticed. I absolutely but, um, You've been going for, you're the original one, because I remember seeing you before thinking, what does she do? What is this coaching business? Who is this person? What is it she's doing? How can she help me kind of thing? But obviously, no, I know a little bit more now, but I know that you guys, you've been around and always been in my head as kind of a mindset coach for a long time. The old, the old, the old crew. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I, do, I actually, I don't even, the only reason I use the term coach is so that people know what I do. Because yeah, if I me. like your big sister or something like that that you never had, people are like, what the hell? So, um, yeah, that's the only reason that I use it. So to think up a new word for ourselves, this. Yeah, because, I mean, everyone says to me, what, what do you do? Oh, you're a coach. And I'm like, no, I'm not a coach. But then I was like, you know what, I'll just take it because as long as I'm – it doesn't really matter who I am, what my label is, as long as it's helping people. And if people understand more what we do just by being a coach because to be honest it's not about us it's about them it's about our clients really so mm -hmm. as long as they know what we are so people will say what well, you are I'm a business okay okay say no okay are you I am a consultant that's my background consulting but now I say no okay I'm a business coach yeah so um but yeah so you've done a lot of um like mindset stuff so tell us a little bit more about what is mindset what is coaching what do you do like kind of mindset coaching wow. I, don't know, I don't know what other In people show yeah <laughs> what other coaches is what what I what I what I share are the things that had um the fastest impact on me the most longest lasting impact on me oh is it has it gone off again is it mine or that yours is, um I don't know I don't let's know let's blame sheep yeah <laughs> blame stream yard <laughs> um well yeah I I actually trained in lots of different areas and I mm -hmm what has worked best for me and my clients and put that all together so that people don't have to spend thousands and thousands and decades. So that's what yeah. I do. I don't know what other coaches do. That's, you know, everyone's got their own sort of unique way of working. Um, and I just share what's what's made the, the, the biggest, and not just on me, but also um, for my children and the other people around me as well. And that's because I've worked on myself and that's what I share that's what's worked yeah because i think a lot of people don't really understand the value of coaching until they've actually had it and i think that's why there's a lot of business coaches because when you get into business it's when you that's when i actually really understood the value of a coach because you know i've said i speak a lot about this a lot you don't you don't have a hr you don't have anything like that you don't have nothing to be you have nothing no you have mentors so you kind of look for those mentors but also there's a lot of people out there that I've tried conventional methods and you know let's quite frankly when you if you're not feeling you know you're not feeling that well and to be fair you know mental health is an illness it's an illness like if you break your leg it's just got a stigma around it if you've got something wrong with your brain or your emotions you need to get it fixed you need to get it looked at the same way you would get your elbow looked at or your eyes looked at or whatever so and to be fair the NHS hasn't got a great mental health support or anything like that and sometimes a lot of people haven't got their own support networks either so I think going to a coach like yourself is is like literally life-changing for people I mean I've seen some of your reviews and stuff and some of the way some people speak about you they're like we could just I, I'm the same when you start talking about things I think I actually met you a few years ago on like I think you do like a group in Ramadan yeah you yeah, still yeah. do that yeah, every Ramadan oh, I, I could just listen to you yeah. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. I yeah, could that's... listen to you all day. And I was like, oh, my God, I love listening to her, like, the way you were talking about your products and stuff like that. So I love listening to her. I could like, listen to you all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know what? I like um, yeah, that's just about to reopen again. If anyone wants a link to that, just type Ramadan or something in comments. I'll come and send the yeah. link. That is, um, I, I first started running that when I was pregnant with Khadija. Or just oh, wow. a year when I was breastfeeding. But I just thought, like, I, I can't fast. So how else am I going to gain reward and maybe be part of something? Because being yeah. really as well, sorry. Like, I've always had Eid and Ramadan on my own. Always, even when married, always on my own. Um, yeah. Part of that side of things. And so it was. it's always been really lonely. So I thought, okay, there must be other sisters like me out there and other sisters that can't fast. So how can I bring us together? And that's how it started. And you know what? It's such a beautiful group, mashallah. So I'm really excited. Yeah, that's due to start in the next few days, actually, a couple of days. Oh, so what have you been doing over lockdown then? How's your lockdown? How's your homeschool and stuff been going? <laughs> like, you saw my live this morning. I, I Yeah, I, I didn't do homeschooling um because they were too young anyway because he just just she was just in reception and talibos and thingy and then my, my teenager kind of did itself i um actually i've had a rough year sis i don't think you have a clue oh. what's been <laughs> however it's been life-changing and there's been yeah. in, in many positive ways as well and i don't know about you but what lockdown did for me apart from the utter chaos that was going on in my life it made me slow down even more than what i would normally do yeah and I am a busy person. And in more recent years, I've I've deliberately slowed down because I know that's when for business, that's when the creative juices start flowing, right? I actually hear yeah. the word sorry, it was that this creativity comes <laughs> down. And um in in lockdown, not only was I slowing down for business, I was slowing down for life. And it slowed me down for my children. It slowed me down to notice what was going on in the world. I started seeing things that I haven't seen since childhood, just watching the fledglings. I saw the, the seasons come in and go wow. in. And started tuning in. And I, I just found it, I'm almost like a little bit, like I think this will go on for a long time anyway. But I, I was a bit sad that things started almost get back to normal because it made me realise the true importance of our friendships, family, relationships, mm. just being present, really, really being present in the moment and slowing things down. I think that's amazing what you just said about being able to sit and actually appreciate the birds, just be appreciate what's around you because we are, every day, we're like just literally go, 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 do this, pick this up, pick that up, do this, go, go there. And when we have a chance to actually sit down and relax that's when all these little things start coming into play and you think <clears throat> like last year for me you know I had a mad year as well last year I lost the business well I moved house but you know I'm very happy for that I moved house even though we're not near family we've got a really nice house I I lost the business I just tried to start another one I got really really ill I ended up in hospital lost paralyzed so I had bowels palsy then I got pregnant <laughs> Alhamdulillah, I'm happy I've got a baby. And then it's just one thing after that. My husband lost his job because obviously he um, it, it, his business is basically went bust because of COVID. So it was just one thing after another. So I totally get with you for the year. But then obviously on the flip side, I got to stay in my, you know, I got to stay in my lovely house. I got to chill out with the children. I got to spend a whole year with my husband, which a lot of people wouldn't probably <laughs> 
wouldn't like to do that. But you know, people to stay at home. To be fair, he was actually working out still a lot because he's um he was classed as a key worker, so they were still they were still working and they were out and about. But so I still had that thing with the kids, and it was great. And the kids were in the garden. I'll be honest, I think the second lock was it the yeah. we were on the second or third lockdown. Don't even know. Does Boris even know? Come on, man. <laughs> after today as well the updates it's like because obviously I'm in travel as well I've got all of my you know one of my businesses travel agency and you I, I need to add like border patrol or border policies on my skill set because deciphering that is like deciphering I don't know it's worse than the HMRC password to be honest with you you know <laughs> you have to go on a quest with a with a with a troll and <laughs> to go and find it how to get in so you know every day there's a new updates and there's this and that's coming off so it's been really stressful but like I said on the other on I think this part of the this lockdown I was fed up I was really fed up because I just had a baby before that I was heavily pregnant just had a baby the day I come out my husband was working the day I came out I was homeschooling from a C-section three, four days of a baby. To be fair, it was fine. My kids weren't that bad. They had one laptop. We're lucky that we had a laptop. We had, we had a spare laptop between them. So they had one laptop between them. And there was one, if one took too long, he'd be to 11, 12 o'clock. And the other one would start to 11, 12 when he'd be watching TV and all sorts, you know? No, and, then the, and then the little one, bless her, she, she I don't know what's going to happen to her when she starts school in September. <laughs> but yeah, so... It's, it's, it's really tough. It, like, the reality is that it's hard, right? There's yeah. no getting away from it. It's hard. And I've had a few people that have come to me and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, I've, I've managed to do this, that, and the other. But, but other people have it worse. And I, and, and, I, and I keep, and I, yes, other people do have it worse. Like millions of people every single day in this world have it worse than what we've got in the UK. And I'm not talking about COVID. Because we're human. And we're allowed yeah. to feel things and express it and then move forward. So we don't hold it inside of us. So it's all very well we're saying, you know, there was there, there, there still are. There's some beautiful things that have come out of COVID that I've taken from that. There's also been some really, really flipping challenging times. And 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 I just want people to really acknowledge what we've gone through, all of us individually and as a nation and for our children and, and acknowledge what they're going through so part of the homeschooling stuff I am not forcing my child to sit for those hours on a screen damaging them in my personal yeah opinion um if if they're if they're really struggling with stuff if they're enjoying it and they're getting on with it and we need to push them a little bit because right that they were quite happy to go and watch teen titans i don't know if any of your kids watch teen titans but oh, i love yeah. it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> i've got the sound in my head now <laughs> it's teeny it's titans and i finally but it's actually got some quite good morals in there um but um yeah i can't remember what the thing was but yeah so just acknowledge your own discomfort and hardships as well um and, yeah. yeah it is i think it's like it's, I, I think we in society anyway as women and a lot of us in business or if we're activists because remember a lot of activists women are anyone that's kind of put yourself out there or you're in you're trying to you know make a living online or whatever we are so bombarded and subjected to so much stuff and I think like you said there's people like yourself and myself like when I first started my business I thought I was going to be helping people with content and go on Facebook, but literally 80% of my work is mindset. 
it's literally mindset. I'm like, come on, sis, just go live. And they're like, oh, I don't want to. I was like, what? What do you mean? Like, like to me, to understand it. So I've learned a lot about how people are and stuff. And I don't think I actually appreciated how difficult it is because mm. I just, I just do it and just, I can't, I think I block it out. Not that I don't have anxieties and stuff I do, but I just kind of block it out. And I think we are, we, we're, we're not good to ourselves at all, as collectively as a society. Mm-hmm. And I think all this stuff that's happened with Meghan Markle and, you know, different celebrities in the media and all this circus show with, I'm not even going to give them any airtime, <laughs> with people walking to studios and stuff. You're like, just absolutely ridiculous. And I think, we all of us need to kind of like you said we need to kind of step back and just have a think about what we're going through and understand that it's not normal this none of this stuff is normal we can't be expected I think even before this happened it was like I used to be really jealous when I used to see things on Pinterest of these cookies and you'd make them and it's like you'd have this thing before I had a Four had children. It was like I'm gonna have this whole hour with these children making these perfect cookies and doing all this stuff. When you do it, it lasts like a minute, like literally a minute, and then you've got like an hour to clean up. And then the photos you put out look great, but everyone else must know that. No, that's only her kids are it. And now I've got four. It's like wow, you know? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I know we just. I know I really agree with you there. We need to kind of be less difficult on ourselves that's why I kind of it's another reason why I started this show to be honest because I've I've, re- I've a lot of people like listen to podcasts do this do that and then the clubhouse came out I have not got an iPhone and I someone said to, I've had, I've been asked twice to go on clubhouse I'm, yeah. like, I'm on it and they're like what oh I know people that have bought a second phones to get on it and I'm just like no I'm not on it I've actually got the stereo app which is for Android so I've been kind of looking at that and I was like <clears throat> So I've got the stereo app, I've got this, so I'm just like, okay, let's start, I'm listening to these pod- a lot of podcasts, and it's all talking at everyone, I've made this much money, I've done this, and then you're looking at parenting podcasts, I've done this, and you need to do that, and it's talking at everybody, mm. but we need to be a bit more, I think we need to be a bit more understanding, and kind of start talking to each other a bit more as well, because we, there's loads of bickering mm. and stuff on the internet, so that's why when I started this podcast, I was like, right, I've got a group of over like nearly 1,200, mashallah, women from all different, all different religions, all different races, different areas of the world on this group. And a lot of them haven't got a voice. So I thought if I started a podcast, in theory, I could have one and a half thousand episodes, right? Do you know what I mean? Not just from people in my group. So this could go on for years and it could be for benefit for everybody. So <clears throat> that's kind of why I started it as well, to give everyone a voice. And I wanted it to be a bit more engaging, you know, to everyone yeah. so so we could kind of have a bit of interaction and give everybody a voice as well and just try and be a bit kinder to each other we've got all these hashtag be kind but no one's being kind are they i don't even uh, see i miss everything what's hashtag be kind oh there's a hashtag hashtag be kind it was it was, <laughs> it was around all this internet stuff that's going around i don't watch Gosh. anything but people it's only 10 minutes of their day yeah 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 Oh, well, I don't know yeah, about you. Lives, and we were talking about this. I said, I'm going to have a child interrupt me. I've done lives and it's been horrendous. <laughs> like, the the door. one came in with a potty naked and like, <laughs> and, um, but that's real nice. And, uh, you know, so, so what? You know, it's like, come yeah. on. I, mean, I think sometimes actually being in the coaching world, and I'd love to know from the other ladies that are in, in business that it's, it's, 
all about positivity, right? Now, positive's great, but you can have what they call now toxic positivity. I've got such an aversion to any cliche word, right? Yeah. <laughs> like we we are human beings and we're not made to be positive all of the time. Yeah. We need to learn from things, to start growing and becoming more resilient to things. I don't know about you, but the first time when I started business and people would say no to me or they'd ignore me, ghost me, I think they could be, or is that just for dating? Is ghosting? Uh, I'm no, 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 ghosting's all around, just like ghosting people. So it's just like, yeah. you know, and, and that destroyed me, utterly, utterly destroyed me. And I had to get back up again. It would take me weeks to dare do anything else again. So if that's you at the moment, don't worry about it. Just keep going because in another decade, when you're as old as I am, you're just like, all oh, right, next. And it's, but it's, it's not like, it. just be patient when you're on this journey through life or business. Yeah, that's it's right, patience. You mess up a lot. I have messed up my life many many times and i i don't want other people to have to go through all the mess ups i've done yeah <laughs> however without them i wouldn't be you know what i'm doing today and again that sounds cliche but i like i genuinely mean that i would like to have had it less painful at times and it wouldn't have led me to be able to reach out to the people that i'm i i feel that i wouldn't been able to connect with unless i've been through that and, and not judging self-care yeah. is not or having a bath, yes. No, it's setting back. Like I said, self care is setting boundaries as well. It can be anything like that, setting boundaries with people, taking time to yourself. Like I said, <clears throat> when somebody said that to me, I was like, "What? What do you mean? That's that's like my that that is to me. Self care is having a bath because I've got kids, I've got a business, I've got a house. I'm a wife. I'm also a Muslim, so I'm you know I've got." to people that are watching that are not muslim i pray five times a day or on time and try and get extra prayers and all this extra stuff that we're doing as well and you've got guilt you've got this you've got that and the last thing you know having a bath literally is self-care like <laughs> <laughs> it's, some bath salts. it's not it's not that's normal stuff that's just normal that should be just having a bath should just be a normal thing that you can do, which is part of your routine. It shouldn't be something that's healthcare. And Simon's totally right there as well. Like literally, she really is because I don't know what do you do for self-care, Sonia. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, there's two ways of self. Well, there's a few ways of self-care. One is yeah. the healthy way of like of nourishing. So making sure that I'm eating really well is a massive, you know, because I love I, as well religious or, or not a lot. I yeah. gave body and when we're told to look after it so self-care to me is is really tuning in to what my body is needing and what my brain's needing and so whether that is taking time out and off my business altogether so two three four weeks yeah. off it together just to be me and to calm down that is self-care eating really good making good food choices because I'm feeling a bit low and if I actually self-care like we see or have a treat it's okay to have a treat well it's not okay to have a treat if I'm feeling low and my, my mood's going down I need to eat the nourishing food so I really tune into what self-care um is and yeah having boundaries and putting myself on the same level as what I put other people which is something that I never did for you know a good 40 plus years of my life realistically <laughs> you know yeah. consistently um and so yeah self-care for me is, is the stuff that we do i think i think a lot in a lot of cultures because obviously you know being muslims we are a lot of us we see people's like you know i'm married into an indian culture but obviously i'm from a scottish and irish culture but i've got friends from all different walks of life polish friends everybody and it seems to be especially the british as well we've got this thing where 
we're so worried about what everybody else thinks. Again, it's links onto what I was saying earlier that we put everybody else first before ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, like you said, self care is putting yourself first. It's almost like we don't want to put ourselves first. Like, no, we can't do it. It's like we've been conditioned to be like, you can't say that you you can't feel beautiful. You can't, you know, you can't say that you've got a lot of money. You can't show off, and you also that you mm -hmm. you know you have to put everybody else first before yourself. And I can see where that comes from in a kind of religious aspect, but it's kind of, that's a really warped way of kind of interpreting it. But yeah, yeah. I do, I, I, I've recognized me doing that because I was putting a lot of people first before myself. It's, like I, I put everyone else before that, but yeah, I've started doing that more now. It's that balance, isn't it? It's, it's that balance of, um, like I would get, I, I work as well voluntarily as part of the CIC for domestic abuse. Um, and chain phoenix and mm. and and one a lot of my clients come to me actually and it's it's the narcissistic abuse that's causing their anxiety often don't recognize yeah. it until we've gone through things and i never say anything it's nothing to do with me they find it and discover the triggers themselves the cic work which is voluntarily i get so many women not just sisters so many women reaching out to me talking about this and i so want to help them so if you're somebody that's in business for yourselves and you're, and I find most women in business are doing something because they genuinely want to make a difference in someone else's life as well as their own. Yeah. Want to make a difference. Yes, we need the money. We need to put the food on the table. Like I'm a single mum. If I don't work, my kids can eat. So it's mm -hmm. looking at that balance. So, uh, sorry, I'm going around. I go around in the houses, don't I? Is that it, when we're an empath and we get people inboxing us or we're somebody that's got strong walls and we really want to help people. We can give and give and give and give and give. And then yeah, I've been there. no time to put into my business, no time for my children, and certainly no time for self-care because that will yeah. be you know, last on this. And then what happens? Then we can't focus. We can't think straight. We can't work in our business. We might stop our business, which is genuinely out there helping other people. It's time to really start looking at the difference that we women can make in people's lives when we are looking after ourselves, when we are charging the right price in, in exchange for energy, because it's that's all it is. When I pay the plumber, it's an exchange in energy. He's coming or she's come, not being sexist, to do the thing. I'm going to hand over to my money. It's an exchange in energy. When I give money over now, when I'd be like before, I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't afford it. That's a lot of money. I now just bismillah, or, or here's my exchange of energy. I'm giving this because it's saving me from doing that. And that's how we need to see ourselves. When someone comes to me for help, I can direct them. I always give a little bit anyway, because that's just how I am and who I am. But I do it less. I've recognized that I cannot help people enough unless I'm not stressed and worried about the money that's coming in. If I'm not stressed and worried because I'm exhausted and overworked and underpaid yeah. and, and, and feeling guilty because I'm not with my children because I'm trying to help all these other people. When I put my time and money and effort into seeking out the things to help me, you've done it. You've invested for your business to get you to the point that you're at. Now it's time for us to be helping other people in the same way. And I tell you, most people, and I'm not talking about the DV stuff, I'm talking about with the, with the business side of things, most people, until they start investing in themselves, don't shift forward fast. Yeah. So when I started investing bigger money into myself, not just my business, but into myself as well, that things really started shifting in, in my life, personal life and business life. That was a long answer. Yeah. You didn't even ask me anything. Sorry. <laughs> no, I did. No, it's, it's amazing. No, I'm just listening to you. It's absolutely amazing because I think probably a load, most people that are listening to this can resonate with it because 
it is definitely when as mums as well we and as business owners we just seem to put everything else first and we don't like you said if you, you can't help other people like even when I've been in charity work and I've done stuff like when we would go in I was doing so much of it all the time yeah. that I was putting myself in for a lot of other people that actually I wasn't getting much back and obviously you don't give to receive but then there's sometimes there's got to be a little bit when I actually need help I've not really got it back and to me I was just like why does nobody help me why is it everyone you know when I'm actually really ill or you know I've got really really ill last year I was in hospital you know there's all sorts of stuff but it's it was for me as well and then I, I, I learned to kind of investing myself be like Do you know what I'm not doing this stuff anymore. And I, since I moved to the Midlands and I started investing myself, so this was last year. Yeah, I did get ill, but I think there was a trial. And I have had another baby, and I see that as a blessing. That was something for me to be given to give me more rewards for this. I've got this big house and stuff I'm living in now. But I think that was once I started investing, stopped doing a lot. Because everyone knows when I used to live in my previous town, I know a couple of them are watching now, I used to do so much stuff. And when I stopped, you know, my business just went and I started thinking, you know what, I'm going to do that for myself now. And what I'm giving everybody else, I need to give to myself. And when I started doing that, it was absolutely amazing. So this is why I can do this sort of thing now, because I, I you know, normally eight o'clock at night, I'm like, oh, my God, God, oh my God, I need to go to sleep. I can't, I don't want to talk to anyone. And I was all peopled out. And I, you know, I'd done so much stuff for the day and I'd be wanting to go to sleep or I'd be just wanting to eat chocolate all day. I still do want to eat lots of chocolate, by the way. <laughs> but now it's eight o'clock, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's go and talk to some people. Let's help some people. Let's see what we can do. Let's, you know, let's have an amazing conversation with Sonia and see who's going to come on live as well. So it definitely is true. Like, it's just one of the fundamental things. I think it's one of the main pillars that you should look at in your business for yourself. Like, everyone has their kind of two, three pillars, what they want to give everybody, but you should be giving it to yourself as well. And, and, and family, I, I, I don't know, it's a, there was a point where I worked and worked and worked and worked, and that's all I was doing, charity work and business work, that's all I was yeah. doing. And I, 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 much a lot, I've got six children, my eldest is 26, the youngest is five, okay, and I, ha there's some things that I do regret, I would say I wouldn't change it, I wouldn't, because that's how it is, but there are regrets, and, and part of the regret is working so hard on my, and I, I hear other, other people in business saying the opposite. Work really hard for five years and yeah, your children will be okay. Personally, no, that isn't what happened. Mm. It wasn't enough. To, I did, I was, I, I lost a crucial part and I, I do regret that. There's points where I'm saying, I'm sorry, kids, I'm doing this and that. And I do, I just think, you know what? I wish I'd just gone to the park with them. I yeah, do wish I know what you mean. Yeah. So I'm really, really careful now with my younger children. And that was a mistake. And, and we all, I feel that was a mistake for me. And other people, that's fine. They can, you know, I, I've got no, you know, it's every, everyone chooses differently what's right for them in those circumstances. But I lost connection with my children. It wasn't just that. There was other stuff going on. But I, I, I do have some regrets in that. So I'm really more careful now. So mm. like this afternoon, though I don't often do evening work anymore. And and that's yeah. the other thing is getting that balance right. So I normally say no to all your evening stuff. But what So what I did is I came home from school, made sure that I had one-to-one -one time with the kids and yeah. played them talked with them we had a nice time together so that now when they're sat there now and they're you know half nodding off and going off to sleep I don't feel bad I've spent all of that time yeah there. I know what you mean and, yeah and, and it that way was before I just go 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 and adrenaline 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 so I'm just more, more balanced and careful about that and I um don't feel guilty now when I'm spending it that time whichever way I'm going work business charity friends because I've I've 
got the balance now. No, it is. It's totally true because I think I learned a lot hard lesson on that as well myself. Like I said, last year when I started kind of working on myself and having my boundaries, like when I started my travel business, so I started back in 2018, I kind of didn't really know my online boundaries. So I was having people message me at 11 o'clock at night because I was like, I wanted to get the lead. I want to give them the quote. I was doing it and I was doing stuff in the morning. I was doing stuff at night. I was sending stuff, you know, and I don't think, I don't know if you've ever had this, but if anyone's on here and they've got a service-based business or a product-based business, you get really strange messages at two in the morning. They're like, how much? Like yeah, literally, yeah. how much? And then two hours later, five in the morning, you'll get a how much or a question mark. And then you're in, and then two hours later, you'll get, I've gone somewhere else. And that's literally like that. And I'm like, who are these people in the UK up at two in the morning want expecting to get a quote for a holiday that they're only going to spend £100 each on, like uh, within two hours? But I didn't see the boundaries at the time. And I was work, 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 work. I was online all the time. I was speaking to people. And to be honest, a lot of people were just using me to get quotes. So they were actually stealing my time. And I actually, when I actually realized what was going on, it took, obviously, it's a process that we all have to go through sometimes. I actually felt, hang on, these people were stealing my time because I was, you know, spending two, three hours on a quote and they would go somewhere else or they would use it. And I had people that were travel agents that would phone me or get people to phone me to see what my, you don't even, it's really cutthroat sometimes, some of the stuff. Mm. Um, So I didn't know. And like I said, it's the same with you. I kind of regret doing that because my daughter was really small at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was maybe what she under two, and I used to go to play group, but I used to be like on my phone or getting stressed, trying to get her some lunch, hoping she'd go to sleep and stuff. So when I did start earning a bit of money, I was like, right, I felt really guilty. But what I did, I should put her in nursery, mm-hmm. but she loved it. So she mm-hmm. started at two nursery, which was that was me finding the kind of it wasn't every day. It wasn't. It was like I think it was three hours a day, four days a week, term time only. So we still had Friday together, and that was me starting to set my boundaries then. But even then, I was pushing around. I was dropping her off. I was coming home. I was working at night. I was doing so much, and it literally took a lot out of me. And like, and then what happened in COVID? Boom, lost it all. Like it was like a tap turned off. So all that work I'd done, so now. Last year, I was like, "What you know? What I should have done is taken it at a slower pace." But I was, I, I just so badly wanted it to work, and I was so worried that everybody think I was a failure because I was doing this and I was putting myself out there, and they were like, "What's she doing?" I was really, really what. That's what I was more. I think you doing, but, um, but yeah, I've done that. So what I've done now, when I have when I have, I've started obviously consultancy business. I'm getting a signature large business package together that I'm going to do later on in the year. But one of the things I'm definitely, I've got looking at on my roadmap is speaking to people when you first start a business about setting your boundaries. I might have to get you to come on and teach it, Sonia. <laughs> Just, you know, when you first start your business, it's imperative that you set them boundaries. And I know there's a couple of people on this that have commented on here that are probably listening to me now and I know they've started their business and they're probably thinking oh she's speaking to me but I'm I'm speaking to everyone like when you start your business you need to set those boundaries it do it at the start and don't Mm. make the mistakes even though you probably will but if we kind of can guide you or coach you to say yeah I think it's a business I think it's part it should be a business activity you should have that as a business activity is setting your boundaries as you know you have your email you have your lead magnets you have your funnels I think your personal mindset thing should be a business activity and you should have it as one but people don't 
people don't see the value in it until it's too late, until it goes wrong kind of thing. You were saying about that selling them for the seven figures, you know, this sell six figures, seven figures, and blah, blah, blah. All of this is coming on to yeah. you. And yeah. you've got to work harder, 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 harder. You've just, literally, I mean, there's times, like if you go into a launch, sorry for the ping, ping, pings. I don't know how to turn it off. I'm so rubbish with technology. <laughs> when you go into a launch, yeah, be prepared that that is going to be full on. But, it, and, and, it, and it, you know what, it's like, it's terrifying, but it's exciting, isn't it? When you do a launch, it's like, boom, 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 boom. And it's like this dominoes effect. And then it can, nothing can come to fruitation, but we learn from it every single step of the way. The rest of the time, it is so important to your time yeah. is precious, man. It just goes. And with all the money in the world, you know, there's a certain amount of money that we need to earn to live. The rest of it, and it's not me saying that I don't want people to be massively successful if that's what we want to do. Just recognize what is going to earn you money yeah. and what is taking away your time and energy. Yeah, definitely. Because that's what people pay you for. At the end of the day, people are paying you, no matter what you're doing, like you said, it's energy. People are paying you for their time. Whether you're making a product and you're selling it, that's your time. Everything is your time. Until you can get automated and it's all digital and you've got a big funnel and stuff like that, which most people, a lot of people that watch this probably were all listening, mining not even be at that point yet. It is your time. Make sure you're using your time well because we haven't got that many hours in the day like you said if it, you do it later on down the line like now i've got four kids so you know when the little one started to crawl about in the summer i can already see it you know that's at the moment i can stick her in the bed like i was actually going to have her in the baby carrier now but she was awake and my husband was like it's fine just leave her with me for a bit but i could put her in the baby carrier and she'll be all right but she's going to be crawling around she's going to want a little routine soon and stuff you know so I just have to go with the flow with that. But as long as I know that, if I know that if I'm now, I won't answer my phone too late or won't wait. And it's sometimes so hard not to answer on the weekends as well and things like that. Like I will sometimes, but there's sometimes I'm just like, oh, don't I'm do actually, it. We should get on Clubhouse. I'm doing a Clubhouse tomorrow. I know. Time management. Time I'm gonna make it. I'm going to make a hashtag, not Clubhouse. And then, <laughs> I love it. It's, it's wonderful. I know. I know. It's I can imagine. But I would be annoyed if I didn't have iPhone. I would be like, oh, for goodness sake, these apps. I haven't got one. I'm not buying. I'm not buying one. Like I am the person. Yeah. I've everything. I like. Like now, I've done the love. I love going on video and love going live because I could just talk. If I'm sat writing content, it just. I'm not. Oh, I yeah. think, obviously, I write content and do it. But I, yeah, the most yeah. thing I enjoy is now. I like the engagement, and I know I'd probably like Clubhouse. But I am not. I refuse to buy an iPhone for like two hundred pounds just to go. On. <laughs> I. I'd be honest. I did look. I did look. I thought. Can I get like an iPhone like under hundred pounds or something like that? And they're like, no, because you and, and we've got an iPad, but it's it's only got iOS twelve point five, and apparently you need iOS thirteen for Clubhouse, and they've what Apple have stopped supporting a load of products. So our is our iPad, it's a little iPad Air. It's not it's one we use for like Netflix or whatever upstairs and stuff, but it only goes up to iOS twelve point five, and we're not going to get another update now because. Apple have stopped supporting it. <laughs> so I can't even get it. I was like, oh, great, I'll get it on my iPad. Can't do that because you need, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They've got us, they've created a scar. That's so bad. But if anyone is on Clubhouse, like, <laughs> did I just, you're not talking about it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so, yeah, do come, and, do come and say hello. Have you got, have you got, have you got, a, have you got a room? 
is it rums they have there? I don't even flipping know. So I'm on there, I'm smoking dead eye, right? And yeah. I made the name up thinking I could change it. You can't, and it's because I love Star Wars. So I put the and now look right, idiot. Oh, that's brilliant, that's brilliant. Oh, no, that, that's me. But tomorrow I'm doing time management and how to alleviate the stress and anxiety um, of our lives with, with time management. And I was the woman that never had any time management so if i can change it flip in any like honestly anyone can. i'm really bad as well people go to me oh my god you're so organized i'm like that's great that's great did you watch do you know what totally off topic now let's just talk a little bit off topic did you watch the, have you watched the expanse yet no i don't oh. watch, i don't hardly watch anything you know it's a sci-fi series oh. on oh. prime <laughs> Oh, on Prime. Yes, on Prime. Called The Expanse, like six series. So oh. I was going to talk to you about that because I know you were so interested. Another yeah. thing, not not only are we like doppelgangers, we both like sci-fi, and I don't know anyone that likes sci-fi, especially another Muslim girl that likes sci-fi. Actually, probably Alison, if she's watching. I don't know if she's watching this, but Alison is my friend from Reading, um, and she's a bit like me, but she likes history and stuff as well. So we're like history stuff <laughs> history geeks and sci-fi geeks did you watch uploaded on amazon prime no, oh, <laughs> there's only one series isn't there yeah it's just and one they, oh, come on. no they don't and they they download and upload into each other's yeah, 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 yeah. heads and that's oh, yeah we watched that ages ago apparently there's an it looks like there's a new one on netflix starting on friday i need to double check it i saw oh, it being advertised a new sci-fi program oh man yeah tell me because I, I haven't um there's nothing that I've, I, I thought Love Island, my, my daughter said Love Island's back on Australia because I love trash. Um, like, yes. oh my God. 90 Day, 90 Day Fiance. I love watching, I love watching 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> um, love After Lock Up. I watched some more of my husband. He's just, Love After Lock Up. Oh God, just, just go and Google it. It's about the ladies that um, and the men that fall in love with people that are in prison in America. Oh my god! I and it's about it. when they get out and all that stuff. So it's <laughs> just trying. When I had my C-section, so I came home. I was helping in the morning. I came down. I had the baby, but the rest of the time I was in bed watching Netflix. And I've watched so much oh. stuff. So I, I must have watched every single DIY program. There was a restaurant program that was like a restaurant DIY. I watched all the series your killer stuff oh yeah and I, was upstairs and was like what are you watching <laughs> he's like i wouldn't want to mess up i said never no. mess with us women i said there's so many women out there that love all this stuff they'll know how to kill you and conceal it <laughs> we've watched so much csi stuff and true life and sci-fi and all that yes and they won't even know I've stopped watching the stuff with the serial killer stuff. I tell you why, because it still fascinates me, but I stopped watching it because I realized that's the other thing I do. I notice how I feel. Oh, it keeps jumping it. I notice how I feel after watching things, reading things. Yeah. Because I stopped watching the news. I hardly um, do much Facebook scrolling. Because, and Yahoo, have I gone to my Yahoo account? Some stupid news thing pops up. So this is Yahoo anymore, Sonia. I've swapped to Gmail. Obviously, you. Oh, my God. You lot, because all that should be walking around. This virus disappears. I'm still stuck at home. I don't have a clue. <laughs> not joking. Yeah, because you're still on Yahoo. That's, that's like so 995. <laughs> Yahoo to Gmail. It's that happening. I'm like, I don't want to know, Boris. <laughs> yeah, just leave me alone. Now Gmail just gives you, it listens to you. 
<laughs> Scans yeah. your emails and gives you ads. My friend, bless her, not Muslim, she chats to me. She had an advert come up and yeah. she came up with um, a disability prayer chair. She's like, that's because I'm speaking to you all the time. My Muslim friend. You only typed in chairs for a computer. I know. I honestly, I spoke to my husband. We've got a gardener, right? Because we just can't do the garden. I was like, I, I want him to put some beds in. I'm gonna. By the way, I'm gonna tell everyone I built it myself. I'm gonna get him to do it. <laughs> but I was like, can you put some beds in for some veg? And what comes up on on Facebook? Beds. Beds. Yes, sorry. Yeah, I'll get vegetable beds in the garden. <laughs> and that kind of came up on wish. I was like, yeah, we all know it. But that's how, that's, see, that's what I teach people. I teach people how to manipulate this out. Not manipulate it, own it, own the algorithm. So many people are scared of it. Everyone's scared of it. Everyone's scared of the algorithm. Everyone's scared of what we've got on Facebook and it's watching us and WhatsApp. Oh, yeah, Facebook no. own WhatsApp. Facebook own Instagram. Facebook own everything. And they're in, everything's linked to Google. Everything's linked to your Gmail. And whatever you use on social media is being watched. So you might as well, if you're on business, you might as well just own the algorithm and just use it to your advantage because your Facebook experience is based on your choices. It's not anyone else's. So you can't say, oh, Facebook is this and social media is this because it's not. It's you. That's the thing you need to realize. People need to realize. It's that it's you. I think it's better than, you know, back in the old days. Well, it's still the same on normal TV, I imagine. But the adverts would come up. <laughs> like, and I don't want to sit here and watch about Aquafresh. Actually, I, I quite liked Aquafresh too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was quite cool. A little but, cartoon. Milky bar one. Milky bar. Oh, that, 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 oh, come on. That's years ago, Sonia. Oh, I don't watch telly Did you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't watch it. Um, not very often at all. But um, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't really watch TV. Like I said, I'm actually watching Peaky Blinders at the moment, I'm which is a bit different for me. Although I gave my brother-in-law a Peaky Blinders haircut over COVID. Just let you know. Oh, I did I, you? I, just... I watched it on YouTube to do it, and I did it. The last time I gave someone a haircut, well, we're divorced. Let's <laughs> put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a dog. Yeah. <laughs> he was the other side. He was a half-shaven dog, and my mum and dad came back. I've been looking after him, dog sitting. Oh, that's so funny. You shaved the dog? Yeah, it was hot. <laughs> but he wouldn't let me do the side. Oh, dear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah my kids, you know what my kids, my second son, when he had a haircut, bless him, the poor kid, he looked like Jim Carrey. Like, literally, I've got to show you a photo, and he's got one of the tooth, he had a tooth missing, and it was growing out, and he looked like Jim Carrey from the Dumb and Dumber films with the hair. Mm. But he actually looked like Jim Carrey's love child. And we were like, oh my God, we need to put him on like one of, one of them, you know, them shows that you win 250 pound on because your kid looks like something. <laughs> Bless him. Next boyfriend, Dumb and Dumber. But yeah, so it's all, it's, all, it's all growing out now anyway. So hopefully soon we'll be able to go to the hairdressers and stuff and get out and about and all that sort of thing. You but... let me know when, because I won't know, will I? <laughs> I'll have to let you know when I, because you'll still be at home and I'll be all hair. As long as Costa's open, I'm happy, man. Well, it's open. We've got drive through here, so. It's not the same, though, is it? I have been getting no. my takeaways. I have a little chat with the lady behind the it's thing. The well, you can go for coffee now. So if you were near me, I would have probably come and met you for coffee. You can go out for coffee with me. You can meet outside now. So you can meet someone outside now if you want to. I didn't know if we could. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so he's like, uh, yeah. No, I think you're not allowed to drive five miles as well or something until the 12th. Oh, who knows? Um, what, someone's on there saying, um, Zila, what's Clubhouse? Clubhouse is an app and you can speak. So instead of, it's like... Um, podcast. It's a speaking app. It's a podcast app, but it's all live and you go into different rooms and stuff like that. So, so instead of having to wait till my phone, get on it. You can you can put your hand up and speak straight away. Yeah, it's good. It's good. There's lots of different subjects in there, and some are really really interesting. And there's some really like I was on one with Les Brown, and he's just amazing. That guy, um, and like, it was just gold, just gold, being able to be in that room and listen to to what he was sharing there live. Sorry, ping ping ping. Um, so, <laughs> so just get on. Yeah, definitely worth it. I I feel. Oh, so time. Before we go, before we go, what's the top three things? that you would like to tell someone uh, when they're starting the business that you wish you knew? I ask everybody this. Um, We've probably covered a couple of them, but yeah, mm -hmm. we can round it off. I'm just going back a few seconds. The top three things, the one thing is, is and, and you've probably heard this, and you'll hear it again and again, so listen and let it sink in, is my advice, is don't worry about anybody else. So my dad taught me this from very, very young. When you're running a race on, you don't look sideways or behind. You look ahead and you go. And that would be the biggest tip that I'd give. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. You keep your focus of where it needs to be, which is your business yeah. going forward and just keep doing that. Don't look sideways. Don't look back. Yeah. Just go until you get there, right? Um, second thing is do look sideways, but look sideways if it's going to give you inspiration. So I, I tend to not watch what other people do anymore but as I was sort of getting into things then I'd look at bigger people to and to follow in their footsteps so if it's making you feel inspired and uplifted and giving you ideas and creativity stay that stay there stick with it stick with it I sounded German then didn't I stick with it if it is making you feel rubbish guilty I, like I'm no good I'm not so good at this I'll never be like them get the hell out of there so that's two tips third tip Follow your intuition. Really feel if it fits right for you. Because there's been a few occasions in my businesses where I've been told to do something or advised to do something, whether it's from a coach or it's a business partner or whatever like that. And I, and it felt against me. It wasn't right in me. Or, or just by myself. I'm telling myself to do something. And it doesn't sit quite right. You know when it doesn't sit quite right. I know when it doesn't sit right. Don't do it. Trust your intuition. And don't do it. And if you do do it, don't beat yourself up. Just learn from it. Go, I, I'm not doing that again. It doesn't feel right for me. It's okay that you're not doing what everybody else is doing. You'll find your own way. So just trust yourself in that. That's it. Oh, thanks so much for coming on, Sonia. You guys will, what is your Facebook group or your website or what do you want? Where, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook. I've got a, I've got a free group, um, Freedom from Anxiety, and so you're very welcome over there. And I do the EFT side, EFT side of things. You can't see that on the podcast. Um, that was swearing. That was not some weird sci-fi thing that's going off. And tools and techniques. You're welcome to try that. Just type, um, just type free in the comments, and I'll come back and send you the link for that. And hopefully, it'll be helpful in business and personal life as well. Thanks for coming on, Sonia. Yeah. Thanks, Exactly, I can. See you later, See you later. Bye. I don't know how to get off. <laughs> Thanks a lot for watching, guys. Speak to you later. Slow Bye.